0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Carlos Goen needs to keep his head on a swivel. Now the French authorities want to arrest him. They accused the former head of the Renault-Nissan Mitsubishi Alliance of funneling millions of dollars from Renault into a dealership in Oman. That money was used to buy a 120-foot yacht, among other things. Goen denies the accusations he's currently holed up in Lebanon, where he fled to in late 2019 after escaping from Japan, where authorities also charged him with other financial wrongdoings. Meanwhile, Renault is in deep trouble. Its second biggest market and production site was Russia, and those operations have ground to a halt because of sanctions against Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. Renault is taking a 2.5 billion euro charge to close down those operations. And to help pay for it, it may sell off a chunk of its stock in Nissan. Renault owns 43% of Nissan's shares worth 7 billion euros. Renault may also spin off its EV operations with an IPO. But here's the big bombshell. Bloomberg reports Renault may merge the ICE part of the company with another automaker, possibly Geely. The two are already in talks to collaborate in China and South Korea. While Audi won't stop selling vehicles with combustion engines until at least 2033 at the earliest, CEO Marcus Duzman is really boring in on EVs. He's in favor of Europe phasing out incentives for plug-in hybrids at the end of the year. This would push more buyers into EVs. And it doesn't stop there. Duzman says... European automakers should get off fossil fuels entirely by 2040, and he doesn't like the idea of using hydrogen in vehicles, because it wouldn't leave enough hydrogen to be used to reduce emissions in other areas, like the steel industry. Car sales are plummeting in China. The China Passenger Car Association says year-over-year sales will fall 32% this month, which is a massive drop. It expects automakers to sell only 1.1 million new cars and trucks, which means that sales of new cars in China will temporarily fall below those in the U.S. While sales have been weak globally, mainly because of the chip shortage, the sudden drop in China is likely a direct result of the drastic COVID lockdowns the government put in place. While some automakers have maintained production by having workers sleep and live at their assembly plants, Consumers can't get out to buy those cars. Cattle is the world's biggest battery supplier, and guess who's its biggest customer? Tesla. Makes sense. The biggest EV maker in the world buys from the biggest battery maker. Tesla bought over $2 billion in batteries last year, which was about 10% of cattle's total revenue. There's still a perception out there that Tesla is only making money because it's selling billions of dollars in EV credits. That used to be true, but it's not anymore. While it's true that Tesla is making good money on selling those EV credits, it would still be solidly profitable without them. Last quarter, Tesla sold $679 million worth of EV credits. But even without those, take them out. The company would still have posted... $2.6 billion in net profit.
1: At Scheffler, we pioneer motion electrifying mobility, manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.
0: Ford's new commercial vehicle division, Ford Pro, teased a new all-electric van for Europe. It didn't really reveal anything about the model other than to say it will make its debut on May 9th, making it the second electric van in its lineup behind the E-Transit. But here's a little Autoline insight. Ford previously revealed it will have four full electric models in the Transit family by 2024. Well, the Transit family... Also includes the transit custom, the transit courier, and the Transit Connect. Our money is on this being the Transit Connect. And speaking of vans, GM's electric commercial van business, Breitrop, just made a bit of history. It, along with FedEx, just set a Guinness World Records title for longest distance traveled by an electric van on a single charge. It drove 260 miles from New York City to Washington, D.C. in a ZEVO 600. In case you're wondering, ZEVO is the new name for Bright Drop's vans. It transported a shipment of cleaning products, but the companies didn't mention if it was a full load. The ZEVO 600 has a payload capacity of 2,200 pounds. Bright Drop delivered its first vans to FedEx in December, and GM says it now has 25,000 reservations. We already knew that General Motors and Honda are collaborating on EVs using GM's Ultium platform. But Reuters reports they are also going to develop another EV platform for smaller, less expensive EVs. The two automakers have not decided if it will be on a GM or a Honda platform, but it will use the next generation of GM's Ultium battery. Bloomberg reports that GM and Honda are also working together on solid-state batteries. The new small EV will also use the same build process so they can be built at either GM or Honda assembly plants. The build process refers to the steps in which a vehicle is assembled. For example, you want the suspension, the windshield, or the headlamps to go into the car at the same sequence as the car goes down the line. As long as you have the same build sequence and common attachment points, you can run just about any vehicle down an assembly line.
1: We want to know What drives your testing? OTA, connected
0: car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Battery swapping is picking up pace in China. GAC just opened its very first one in the city of Guangzhou. It says it can swap a battery in under two and a half minutes, from one of its five EVs in its all electric brand, which is called AION. GAC plans to open 219 more this year and over 1,000 battery swapping stations in Guangzhou by 2025. From there, it says it will expand to other Chinese cities as well as overseas. And this follows a recent report of cattle opening its first four battery swapping stations on an island in China. The station can swap out up to three LFP, or lithium iron phosphate, modules, which are supplied by cattle and have 26.5 kilowatt hours of energy. It says a single module can be changed in about a minute, but right now the only vehicle using the module is a taxi from the FAW group. Cattle will have 30 swapping stations by the end of the year, and it plans to expand to more after that. Stellantis is pushing forward with fuel cells. It already has a number of commercial fuel cell vans for sale in Europe, and Stellantis just hired a military guy, a former naval group executive, as its CTO for hydrogen fuel cell vehicle development. It also announced that Opel's CEO will take on the additional role of leading commercialization of hydrogen fuel cell vehicles worldwide. Ford is going to split into two different business operations, one for BEVs, and the other for ICEs. So, what's General Motors going to do? We asked GM's president, Mark Royce, if they have looked at doing the same thing. Here's a snippet of what he had to say. We looked
1: at this about a year and a half ago, and we really looked at it hard. But, you know, we restructured in the way that I described earlier. So that um, we have really good engineers that can do lots of different things. I think that's a really healthy company. And so whether you're doing the next Duramax on a heavy-duty truck, or you're working on, you know, um, the Equinox and the um, the architecting of a, a new BEV3 slash Ultium platform, and you're doing a new electric motor, or you're doing um, whatever. Uh, the connected services is a big part of this too. And so it's hard for me to understand how you can separate really good software and creative engineers from um, you know, propulsion, I guess.
0: So obviously GM has no plans to split its BEV and ICE operations. And Mark goes into even more detail explaining why. So if you'd like to watch that entire interview, check out the link in today's transcript or look for it in the description box. But that brings us to the end of this week. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over the air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.